Hey everybody, RJ Ochoa here from blogontheboys.com on another episode of the BTB interview series here on the Blog on the Boys podcast network. In case you do not know, this is where we house all of the interviews that we do with Dallas Cowboys players, legends, important people connected to the franchise, and DeMarcus Ware obviously falls into that category. I've been very fortunate, actually, uh, due to different opportunities over the years to sit down with DeMarcus uh, a handful of times recently, and it is always an incredible experience. DeMarcus Ware joined me on Wednesday, October 19th. Happy October 19th for those who celebrate, of course, uh, to talk about a variety of things. First of all, the great work that he's doing with Crown Royal, Bo Jackson, and some barbecue. You'll hear us talk about that. Also, of course, his thoughts on Micah Parsons, the Cowboys defense, uh, what the team's going to look like when Dak Prescott returns. He even mentions uh, what professional baseball team he roots for at the very end. I think uh, some DFW people will have some thoughts on that. I want to thank Crown Royal and Demarcus Ware for the time. Of course, want to thank you for your time. I do think this is an interview that you're going to enjoy. Uh, You'll hear Demarcus and I reference each other's backgrounds. If you'd like, you can watch this interview on the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel. But of course, we know a lot of you are podcast purists. Please do subscribe here to the Blog of the Boys podcast network wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating, write a review, and if you do head on over to YouTube, give that video a like and subscribe as well. But we won't hold you back any longer. Dallas Cowboys legend Demarcus Ware joins us next right here on the Blog of the Boys podcast network. Pleased to be joined out by the one, the only, the legendary, the menacing, the friendly. It's hard to be both menacing and friendly. Uh, Demarcus Ware, thank you so much for joining us at Blogging the Boys. You and I, I, I would say that we got to stop meeting like this, but it is my job to provide Dallas Cowboys content for a living. So I'm grateful that this is like the 10th time, Demarcus, that you and I get to do this. You know what, man? It, it is actually is a cool thing. The last time we talked, you said that you're going to have something in your office that's 94. And I'm looking back there right now. And I don't see any 94 stuff back there, man. Well, here's the thing. All right. That was my bad. But uh, <laughs> in my defense, I know you had a, a child recently. Congratulations to you and the family. My wife and I, uh, we have a 10-month-old, uh, almost 11-month-old. So it's been, a, you, I mean, you know the drill. It's been very busy. But, you know, and I will say this. One time I interviewed you, I did, I did it from a hotel room. Uh, but mostly it's been from my office here. It does get a lot of comments. Obviously, I'm a big-time Cowboys fan. Sometimes you do the interview here. All right. Now you have a lot of 94 stuff. I don't have any. I swear to you, Demarcus, next time I can't like, and I, I want you to pick for me. What do you want me to get? Do you want to be a football? You want to be a Jersey? You need to tell me. And then I have to tell my wife, I, look, Demarcus said, so what do you want me to get? We got to get a picture. We will get a picture up there. It's easy to put up. Okay. Picture Demarcus Ware coming ASAP to the office. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Do Ware. Um, tell us about what you're doing with Crown Royal. To start things off. Man, they, they're having this awesome kickoff with Crown Royal campaign with the uh, Southern Smoke Foundation. They've donated you know $25,000 from their fund uh, to um, Southern Smoke Foundation, which supports you know, hospitality. When you think about hospitality, you think about serving, right? And you, know, you can't do anything without the service people, but also the military as well, because they also have a huge million dollar initiative that they're doing, which is the same part of the $25,000 you know, donation that they're giving to just help out the military with other initiatives that they have. But I get to go cook barbecue sauce and barbecue for Bo Jackson this weekend. I mean, how cool is that gonna be? And he is the barbecue connoisseur. And this is like, to me, like a really big kickoff for them to raise money um, for hospitality and military so they can 
you know, help out with still with their water break campaign with their purple bag project campaign and also, you know, helping out with some, some, the Southern Smoke Foundation. So they do so much being part of the NFL and being part of that. When I know that they're doing something, a company with the purple bag, you know, with Crown Royal, when you have that purple bag, you know, you got something good. And I know they have something good and being part of that is great. I'm a big fan of Crown Royal, um, obviously the product, but all the work that Crown Royal does, uh, certainly I know that you're a fan as well. The Purple Bag Project is great, um, and, and they devise a lot of ways to enjoy the football experience, whether that's their products or, or things like this or this barbecue. This is happening in Houston. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. So big fan of Houston barbecue. I know, obviously, you had the Denver stint. Did you ever have KC barbecue, like on a road trip or something? I did. I heard KC barbecue. Actually, you know what? I did have KC barbecue, and it was really good. But they say that there's nothing like the barbecue that's going to be going on down there in Houston with Crown Royal. I'm going to be able to put some Crown Royal in. I, listen, you know what? I'm not going to give it away. It's going to be a really good thing that we're having this weekend to raise money for hospitality for the Southern Smoke Foundation. And I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. You and Bo Jackson. I mean, I trust uh, the recipe you guys are going to cook up again. You don't have to tell anybody, you know, the secret sauce, no pun intended. Um, Bo Jackson, obviously a, an NFL great like yourself. Who I don't know if I've ever asked this. Who is your favorite NFL player growing up? I know you love the Cowboys, but who is your favorite NFL single player? Doesn't have to be a pass rusher. I, I imagine you gravitated to that direction at some point. But who, who whose jersey did you have? You know, what's so crazy. I didn't have anybody's jersey because I wasn't really a football fan when I was younger. It was sort of pushed on me because I played baseball. It was pushed on me um, when I hurt my shoulder playing baseball and I was pushed to football. But then I just started watching like, you know, Bruce Smith, right? Mm -hmm. And I started watching guys like Michael Strahan and then OC played with me at Troy, went to the Giants. So <laughs> I'm like, dang, you know, Michael Strahan, OC. So it was, those two guys were like my mentors through college. And then I got to the NFL, the same thing. We were like a group together. O.C. was like my brother. He was my next door neighbor in Auburn, which was a cool thing, right? So for me, it wasn't like I wore anybody's jerseys. It was like a brotherhood that was built through somebody that I enjoy watching, like Bruce Smith or, you know, Michael Strahan and O.C. going there. And then all of us now, like our brothers, you know, hanging out and enjoying each other. That's awesome. Well, I mean, good thing you're going to be in Houston, you know, for the baseball thing. You know what I mean? Good time. Uh <laughs> For this to all line up. Um, that's awesome. What has been the most surreal thing for you, maybe with your jersey? Like, I don't know that I've ever seen Micah Parsons wear your jersey, but like, that's got to be super cool that you're that person. You're Bruce Smith to a lot of these young guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, talking with Micah Parsons, he's one of those guys where when I talk to him, he listened to every single thing that I said. And I saw him take it to the field his first year. He blew up, sort of made an identity for himself on what he enjoys doing, and that's being disruptive, right? And like now, you know, mentor him a little bit off the field and then talking to him. Um, he's an even better player this year, more mature, knows exactly what he needs to do. And he's being effective now with Demarcus Lawrence and the whole plethora of guys that they have. And it's good to see all of them playing together this year. What do you say to people who, um, you know, the Cowboys have fewer turnovers to this point in the season than they did last year. So that was the big thing, right? Like regression is going to come regression to the mean, you know, it's super hard to have an elite defense year to year. People talk about the 2015 Broncos all the time. And, and, you know, 2016 was different, but you know, it's just so hard to be that good year to year. The Cowboys seem to have done it. What do you attribute that to? Um, I think years of good drafting, but also guys owning up to Dan Quinn's philosophy. The first year, they're like, oh, my God, we're all over the place. We're trying to figure out if we're in 3-4, four, 4-3. Four, 
but now they're actually owning up to what they want him, what he wants them to do. But then there aren't any chiefs. And what I mean by that, there aren't guys that think that they're stars and they're better than the other guy. We are a team now. Like Demarcus Lawrence has his Batman and Robin with Micah, right? And then also his supporting cast with the interior guys. Everybody is taking on their role for the first time. And we actually starting to see that this whole defense is coming together and they're playing lights out and playing great. And the same thing on defense too. They're doing what they need to do. If they score early, we win football games because we're able to unleash the dragons with DeMarcus Lawrence and Micah coming off of the edges, right? With the interior guys. But it becomes hard when you got to sit there and it's a close game and now we got to stop the run and it's a low scoring game. So it'd be good to have Dak back because I know that they usually score more points with him, but now <laughs> with the defense, it's going to be great. So along those lines, because that's been the biggest talking point. That's what everyone wants to talk about. I know DeMarcus, the homepage on your phone, blogontheboys.com, obviously. Uh, but uh, that's the conversation, right? Dak's coming back, so that changes things. What is the difference, or is there a difference when, when you are a, an amazing defense and you've obviously played in several, but you've played on teams that had really great offenses and the Super Bowl you guys won, no disrespect at all for Peyton Manning, but, you know, the end of that season was was definitely sort of a defensive-heavy team. So it does, does that do you feel that as a defense? Do you feel like, look, the offense isn't necessarily on fire right now. We have to go carry it. Or is, does nothing change for you? I think nothing changes for the defense. If we're on fire, we're on fire because you're not going to have that awesome game every time. Sometimes the offense is going to hold you up. But when you're playing lights out, we say we got to take ownership of what we're doing. But if the offense messes up, cool. We got to still go out there and do what we need to do. But when, when you get to that point, when you have your leader back, and when we had Peyton on the field, mm -hmm. he wasn't 100%. But we knew that the way that he orchestrated and got us rest on defense, so we were able to rush the passer, create big plays, and then give him short field for him to score. It was a chess match on how we played. We didn't expect for him to score 30 points. We knew he wasn't going to turn the ball over. He knew he was going to, We knew he was going to give us rest. But also, he was going to make plays when it mattered because he was there and he's experienced, and that's what we got with Dak, too, right now. That's awesome. That is so cool. By the way, it's always the coolest thing when you say, like, that's what we have with Dak. That's what we want to hear, DeMarcus. Just, you know, um, that is the coolest thing. Um, my last one for you, as, as we kind of tie a bow on all this, is how cool is it to see the NFC East be back? Because when I was growing up and, and you were, you know, coming on the scene, I always felt like I never, I didn't really worry about the Eagles as much. It was Cowboys Giants. I mean, you guys played some, you mentioned OC. Look, I know yeah. you like OC. I'm not a fan. All right. You know, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> But uh, it was Cowboys Giants for a long time. Cowboys Eagles is kind of the, the Gen Z kids. Like, that's the rivalry. They know Washington's whatever. How cool is it to see the it's it sucks, but it's a lot of fun, right? To have the division be this big time race. I think that when you have good competition in your division, the team that usually comes out, especially the NFC East, because we run the football, we're more gritty. When we face other teams, we just crush them because we are just more aggressive, we just play better, and we play just fundamental football without all the smoke and mirrors. So with the, um, with the division being like it is right now, so strong, whatever team is gonna come out of there, they're gonna have a really good chance at the Super Bowl because of what they had to go through with playing Philly, with playing Washington, playing Dallas Cowboys, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's gonna be really good to see who comes out of this thing first and, and what happens next.
Mm, right on. All right. So, Demarcus, this weekend, uh, October 23rd in Houston, Texans, you guys have the Southern Smoke Festival. You, Bo Jackson, is going to be a good time. Number one, do the Astros win the World Series? And two, your last questions, uh, what is on your ideal barbecue plate? Like what meats, what cuts, and what sides? Um, the Astros will win. Um, I mean, I'm an Astros fan, so the Astros will win. So I feel that way. And when you cook and barbecue, you don't need much on the plate. You need the meat, you need the sauce, you need just the bread. You know, that good bread with, with the garlic on it, with the butter. I'm talking to you right now. And the good apple pie on the side. That's all you need. If you throw the macaroni and cheese in there, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> if you throw macaroni and cheese in there, it's over. You don't need much. That's well said. That is well said. He is DeMarcus Ware. Uh, D. Ware will be rooting for you uh, over the coming months. Um, you belong in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Can't wait to see you get what is rightfully yours. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, enjoy the weekend. And Bo Jackson, can't wait to see uh, the secret sauce. You guys cook up. Sure. Peace. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today